Are there parts of motherhood that did not come naturally? Do you feel overwhelmed? Are there secrets you wish you knew in advance about the motherhood journey? Could you use a place to cope with motherhood, laugh your woes away, and lighten the mommy guilt? Welcome to Toward, finding a mom-life balance. Welcome back to Torn, Finding a Mom-Life Balance, episode number four of our summer series. Today's episode, we're going to talk about cultural exploration. So memes, growing up, you know, I thought it was normal, I have to admit, that we would go you know, to Panama or Puerto Rico for summer vacations. So when I would talk to classmates or even when I went off to college and I found out that there were some people that lived in the USA that never left the USA, I thought that was very strange. But I noticed that not only growing up in New York City helped us with cultural experiences, but also traveling internationally was a different dimension that not everybody gets to experience, but there's ways to account for that even stateside. Definitely. I feel like while other, you know, I haven't seen the, the majority of some major cities in other places. I'll go to, a, you know, I've been to Louisiana and I've done New Orleans, but there's other places, you know, I could visit in the state. Um, California going younger and more like amusement park goal so I think we were the alternate like while most people will say oh I have family here like now we have family in Ohio you know like in different places Texas and first our family geared a lot towards going back quote-unquote home in the sense of visiting Panama and getting to know Puerto Rico even though we didn't have a lot of family left in Puerto Rico um if you don't have as many like branches out in the country and your goal is like, Hey, we use this time to do that family bonding thing, then it shifts and you're not doing stateside things. Like it took me until being an adult to go to Boston. I still have never been to Chicago. Like there's tons of places uh, stateside that I could still explore. And that for me, that's what makes it difficult is designing what cultural experience and for who like, is the trip let's do this trip as an adult trip and take some time and explore this place let's do it with kids and you know take that lens on how we explore the culture and events that are matched for them but definitely thinking of international and stateside as open to both experiences yeah and as a parent you know the cultural experiences i've tried to do it a couple of different ways because we have such a large family. Like I have four sons and a husband. So there's six of us. And so that every summer traveling outside of the country is just not feasible. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like it just costs a lot of money, um, which I don't have to do it at the moment. So it's and the like logistics, the logistics yeah, the, of yeah. managing six and accommodation, all of it. Like, what size yeah. car are we? Are we renting a car where we are? What size car? Um, that's why I think also when you think of um, some families just opting that for those formative years, it's more where we can road trip or where, you know, until you're older and then 
we can invest in like like honestly my recent trip it made me realize and I was reading on a blog like don't feel guilty if what you're doing is like a lazy on the beach relaxed time in a place because as an adult I'm like I don't want to miss these opportunities seeing the changes exploring culture of new businesses and art and all but my kid just wants to swim so like if if it's about finding destinations where it's age appropriate and attention appropriate um you know match it that way so that you're not investing in something and get and for me my investment is always my expectations and then they're getting dashed because you're thinking like an adult and your five-year-old's just like I want room service and to lay on the beach all day like if I'm on spring break (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah travel cultural experience whether it be across an ocean or literally in your local city or town um, there's always history and culture to be uncovered and that's what I've noticed so for our family yes we've done the like over you know to a different country international we did you know we've gone to Panama together as a family and that was fun because I used a lot of the things that I learned growing up going to Panama all the time as a child to help guide us with those trips. So I would say travel is an amazing way to open your child's eyes to other cultures and experience different things. And, um, but you don't have to go like to new territory that you're not even familiar with Mm because the whole point of this summer series to tell you how to not stress (laughs) about exposing your child over the summer right so one way that you could tackle travel is either go to a country that you've gone to before and you love their culture and do things that you've done in the past that you wouldn't mind doing again but are age appropriate for your child right but and then the other way is road trips country right so for us like it's always awesome to have family in New York, when we go visit memes, because and, and my brother David, you know, because New York City is very different than Charlotte, North Carolina. And my kids will tell you very quickly how different the cities are. But that's the goal, right? To expose them to different lifestyle, different city versus suburban lifestyle that we live down here in Charlotte. And the cultures that they interact with, like it is fun for my kids to get on the subway it's different than the cat here in charlotte the cat as far and it doesn't stop in so many places you know um and so just out, finding that also figuring out for your family what your vibe is right are you foodies are you do you want to do what quote unquote the locals are doing in either international or stateside trips um is it that you want to go to the see certain neighborhoods that, you know, either have little shops or just for the aesthetic, it's just cute, cute pictures together, just exploring, seeing what nature is like, you know, parks and recreation while you're there, but figuring out like what your kids, what your family are really into. Is it the museums? Is it figuring, is it every time we take a trip, we're doing the children museum in that city? Um, there's a children's museum in Puerto Rico. Um, so figuring out what is it you like to do and if that's, you know, or I think about also, um, 
the tradition of souvenirs like is it that you're on a hunt of like doing what the locals do and then on your hunt you're gathering little things that then you bring back home and are your memories of that place and something special to that region that your child will absorb and carry with them. Yeah. And another resource that I've used to help use travel to expose my kids to different cultures is my own travel for work. So when I'm traveling, like I went to Pittsburgh uh, so many times that it felt like I lived half the year in Pittsburgh. And so I was, while I was there, I was scoping out, oh, like I would experience different things and determine whether or not that was something fitting for my family. So memes kind of like what you're saying, if you know what your family loves to do and gravitates towards naturally, like look for those things in another city when you find yourself in that city. So, and I think like all the time that I spent in PA over the past like six years actually informed our decision to go, you know, memes, your family, my family to PA for that, uh, that amusement park, right? Mm -hmm. That Daniel Tiger amusement park. I don't think if I, I don't think if I wasn't going to PA so much that we would have actually decided to go to that amusement park, you know? And, And so it's just as you're living life. Um, parents like torn tribe like look out for things that later on you can plan as a cultural experience for your family via travel and so I think it's great to pin things put them on your map if you went there with friends but you know I even think about this for date nights you're there with friends and you're like oh but he'd really love the steak here or I want to come back and have the steak here again. Um, So I I think making it easy to have a catalog of things in the places that you go to for different reasons, if it's for work, if it's um, you went on a, you know, friends trip or family trip, like if uh, Athena and I finally get on a trip with our mom for like a ladies of the family kind of trip, which Sophie's definitely going to want to crash. So I'm going to have to do it sooner rather than later. And, um, but gathering, like taking a look at the experience and then seeing like, if I was doing this with different company, how would I want to embrace it? I think just helps it feel less stressful when you're doing it with your family. For sure. And another thing besides travel for cultural experiences, I think is local attraction you live or the nearby city in which you live if you live out in the suburbs in a rural area I know for me like when I first moved to Charlotte North Carolina and I didn't have children um, it wasn't until I had children that I actually started trying to learn the history of Charlotte and mm-hmm. they get built not near water like <laughs> that just like is bizarre to me we've we been talking those? about this week <laughs> yeah like why are we here um, if the apocalypse happens i don't think charlotte's <laughs> gonna survive folks we don't have a water source i don't know Catawba river you count um so anywho like just looking at the lakes around us and then looking at different since we are in the south there are a lot of plantations you know and trying to remove myself from my northern mentality of what i feel and think about plantations and really learning the history and there's um Tons of you, they've been really close cities like Charleston, South Carolina, Rock Hill and Fort Mill, South Carolina and different cities within North Carolina that you can explore 
But it takes just a little bit of research, but really it starts with a question. So I would say Torn Tribe, oftentimes when I'm thinking about a local attraction for my kids, I either piggyback off of a question that one of my children have asked me, like, mom, why this? Like one of their whys helps get you in the right direction. Like my son, Sasha, had asked me when he was in seventh grade, like, why do we have plantations here? Like, why did they have plantations near Charlotte? So I started looking to see if there were reserves here in Charlotte, remote, like Charlotte area that we can like go visit and find out that answer together. So rather than just relying on Google to answer the question in the immediate we use that as like a springboard to send us on an adventure of actually going to a place and seeing it. I know I often find myself having fear of missing out. Like I have time off and I'm thinking if I'm not on a plane and like definitely in a different city state, like was it worth the time off? I just as a teacher that like has these pockets, you just have this thought of like, did I plan? Do I want a staycation? Like, what do we need? I think I like I've mentioned for some of our water activities, like theming what you're doing. So if you're a hiker and and you want to take the family out to different settings for hiking, um, in the past, I like I mentioned the different splash. Um, pad parks or the what you know little sprinkler parks and saying like well we're going to hit these different ones in the city and so when you're looking for this other attraction or you're you're on a hike and you find one that's your favorite but or you meet people who mention other things because they're also interested in that I think that's also a way to so we do have the luxury in New York of feeling like Long Island is there with some options Manhattan is there Jersey's not far Connecticut's not far um and then seasonally finding the thing that will be a different way to explore. So if it's not nature, then maybe it's like an industry that is popular in a region. So definitely can definitely use those experiences as another way to get resources or ideas on places to or ways to experience culture. Um, another way that I've used, uh, another method that I've used to experience culture is reading, which we talked about like at the last podcast was all about summer learning. Well, I'm constantly reading things to my children, but one of the things that I had gotten recently and I started looking for more, more now that I have a lot of readers in my family, they can read things on their own. You know, like for my son, Sam, I had got him the who was and what is series, right? And oftentimes we sit and we read those things together. But for something for our entire family, I have bought, because it's near and dear to our hearts, um, like all these Hispanic folk tales that my family used to tell us growing up. I actually bought tales our abuelita told, right? And so you can buy English or in Spanish. I chose the English version that has some Spanish words um, sprinkled throughout it. But no matter what your culture, ways to just read about your culture, and it could either be fun folk tales, it could be fun history books, or it could be serious ones, depending on the your you know the age appropriateness of your children. But it's another way that I've realized that from the comfort of our home, we can just sit and read and we're not only getting cultural experience, we're also practicing the art of reading, right? Um, 
so that's been a fun way. And so as I'm looking at books in the library to bring home to read to my kids or if I'm surfing the web and looking for, you know, uh, good reads um, that have been promoted over the past year or that are about to come out. I try to look for those things that aren't just about topics that they're with, but give some historical context, talk about a culture that we may not be as familiar with, just to to expose them to it. And it's a great way to prepare them to new activities um, when they are hearing about a character in a book that like visits a different place. I know I often find in literature either a reference or, you know, a setting that, you know, um, in being in Tuscany or even visits to your public library and, you know, your local one in your neighborhood or for New York, it could be our local Queens library or New York city public library. Um, I can't think of the title right now, but I know Sasha and I read one about a mysterious search. And so like seeing that setting or a museum or the sites of your city referenced, in a book and seeing a character explore it and then your child goes there. We did a puzzle and it had the Statue of Liberty and that's how she remembers Lady Liberty now. Um, (laughs) Right, so that reference and then you go to the site or you do the tour, you go to the top of the Empire State Building or you take funny pictures in the butt of a duck on Long Island. Um, (laughs) So as we go to a place, explore it, make our own memories and then they either heard about it before in a book or they see it in a book later and they've been there it helps give them that connection and that context of that place too agree because we just read a book about making uh apple pie Mm -hmm. um and you know if you're a little child and all you see is that we go to the grocery store and we buy the ingredients, like you think everything is made here in your country and that it's very easy to make an apple pie. But I loved this book yeah, because of an orchard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You don't think of an orchard. But what I loved about this book is that the little girl did not have the ingredients to make an apple pie. So she had to go to the native country that actually originated with the ingredient so she traveled all over the world and you think an apple pie really you had to go to italy you had to go to like uh, i think she even went to trinidad like all these different countries i even learned something and then it helps my like what i've noticed with my sons the more and more we expose them to other cultures they're no longer scared of the other culture but they appreciate culture because they're like wow if it wasn't for your people we wouldn't even be able to enjoy an apple pie well the other part is that as much as you know in modern times it seems so accessible it's giving them that connection of like where is the root of it and how how can the orange be from asia from florida seasonal right available sometimes a year or brought here from other places where it grows all year round and gives them that real context that it's not just walking into the supermarket. It's not just the delivery. I swear my daughter thinks everything can be delivered by Amazon to her doorstep, (laughs) but who's involved in it also. Um, You think of migrant workers um, Mm -hmm. or you think about an industry changing, you know, the way they do business. Um, giving them that context of how people live and how it really impacts you day to day and changes the history of a place and how essential it is. Uh, You know, tomatoes was one, I was watching Stanley Tucci's special 
and just learning about different types of tomatoes and that as much as we label um oh, I'm not gonna think of the name right now but a specific tomato its name is on tons of cans but can't possibly be the original tomato because there's only a small farm <laughs> that one family yeah. makes those tomatoes and it's like so they've kind of stolen your name and they're not all these but yours is yours is the special tomato that I definitely want to go and have some <laughs> from the source um but giving them that idea of how it impacts families and lives and history um to give them more a, a broader sense that it's not just in our household and at arm's length it, it's a deeper history yeah it's a torn tribe i hope that these ideas of travel local attractions and good stories to help give your child cultural experience this summer you find helpful and we would love to hear what cultural experiences you guys go on together and torn tribe what methods you've used to help expose your children and again this is stress-free so use what you've already been exposed to and share that with your child in the most authentic way i noticed that the more i do that with my boys the more they appreciate it um and we actually learn and grow together yeah show them what you love show them things you did when you were younger and they cherish those moments. And now for our men's segment, where we share a highlight from the week. So memes, what's mending you these days? I'm having a summer of simplicity. Actually getting to bed at a decent time, actually having quiet time together with my partner, um, simple moments like making lunch together with my daughter. I'm, I'm a very, um, I mentioned the fear of missing out thing because I've come to the conclusion that it, as much as I didn't think that was a thing for me, it is the like, did I read in advance? Did I think about the opportunity? Like this idea that things like pop up in New York City, like for an example, um, there's like the slime museum right now and everything in New York almost feels like, is it going to be here for five years? Is it just going to be here for this summer? And I'm trying, to, my vacation brought me to the epiphany that I have to let go of that feeling of like, I didn't prepare for it. I didn't plan. I didn't put it on our calendar and just enjoy simplicity because that's going to actually bring me more peace than this constant like hustle. Like, so that's the piece of New York that I'll let go. I'll never give up the pace that we live life at. I need things to be fast, but I do want to give up the, like, I'm, am I in the know? Did I do all the things? Um, yeah. And so making my time off very simple and enjoying like our library visit, our local pool, going to paint together and being present in those moments and appreciating that. And it doesn't have to be a jam packed day of um, we're out early. We're doing the morning activity. We're getting in a snack. You're getting to some sort of sunshine water or whatever. And then we're transitioning to the next thing. And when we come back and fall on the floor at 7 PM every single day, <laughs> letting go of like, that need to fill every second and actually appreciating the little things and keeping it simple has been a mend. 
So SOS not needing help. Summer of <laughs> you just change the acronym, man. Change the acronym. So what's mending me these days is the thought of unplugging. So we're going away for a week and we'll be out of the city of Charlotte. So therefore no work and no uh usual routinely activity so i think the thought of unplugging is mending me it's giving me the energy i need to get to that unplug moment and then we'll see what happens when i actually unplug but just the thought of it is mending me enough (laughs) these days Corn Tribe, we would love to hear what's mending you and how your summer is going and would love to hear feedback on how this summer series is serving you. Um, Memes, tell our folks how to stay connected. We're really looking forward to your torn moments, your men's. Reach out to us, tornmlb at gmail.com and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at tornmlb. Choose grace. When you feel torn, choose Choose grace. grace.